Welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cicely. And your host, Hayden. And today, we're talking about... (laughs) Don't laugh. Sleepaway Camp. It came out in 1983. It's rated R. It's an hour and 24 minutes. It has a 6.2 rating out of 10. It's about Angela Baker, a shy, traumatized young girl. She's sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions towards her gets their comeuppance. <laughs> Sis just learned how to say that word before this uh, podcast today. Comeuppance. Yes. Okay. So before we get into the movie, we'll read the question from last week and the answer. Go ahead, sis. This 1990 movie about an infestation of murderous spiders features John Goodman and Jeff Daniels. The the answer... answer, Arachnophobia. Who could have guessed that one? Who thought? That one was pretty easy. Yeah, it was. Okay, so starting into this movie, I think 6.2 is way too low. Oh, you think that's too low? Yeah. I do enjoy this movie. It has a lot of twists and turns. It's very driven to make you think one thing and it end up being not true i like the it's like one of the better 80s horror movies it's definitely not as bad as like other horror movies from the 80s it's definitely better than a lot so i definitely think that that's too low and we'll get in, we'll get into that later but i want to talk about the opening right at the beginning it has a real pretty landscape it's going past all the trees that are like different colors and it's going across the camp and it's showing like the you know the tennis court and all and it's zooming into the lake and everything it kind of reminds me of like our our lake yeah sort of it's really pretty it is very pretty and it's it always seems to start out you know nice. with a, with a pretty yeah. landscape and then it all turned south real quick uh-huh. and i think that i like the sibling rivalry that the two the brother and the sister angela and her brother have in the beginning they're like sitting on the boat uh-huh. with their dad and they're fighting with each other and stuff i think that's kind of funny yeah. it's really funny that you know it, it kind of seen that way because like we keep saying the siblings in movies aren't always accurate yeah and that's pretty accurate because yeah. they're you know messing and joking with each other and then they kind of you know let it go they're not like fist fighting because a lot of movies either play siblings hate each other or they really like each other one of the two and it's you never need a, in the middle you need a happy medium there i think and this is another movie that does it pretty well i think because they're they're fighting with each other joking around and then he started it no she started it that kind of thing and it's really it's a pretty good medium there i also like the little nice family dynamic they have uh-huh. you know they're messing with dad and they push him off the boat and everything I feel like that's kind of a nice little dynamic they have. It's pretty bold to push him off the boat. Uh, he's alright. He can swim. He was the dad anyway. But uh, it, I want to talk about the fact that when they were in the water and that chick who wasn't supposed to be driving the boat was driving the boat. If you're driving a boat, why the hell are you not paying attention to where it's going? And yeah, they're just driving you really stri- should be. They're just driving straight towards them. So I... I don't understand why she was not paying attention. She's just like looking around and kept looking at the dude. So careless. Yeah, just so careless. And like, you you have to have like zero sense of direction to (laughs) not be able to like look behind you and tell that you're like going towards the shore. Because in your peripheral vision, you should be able to see like trees getting closer. Or just like look, like use your head, use your eyeballs. 
Yeah, like look forward. Look, look forward while you're driving a fucking boat. It's That's what that you hard. have a passenger for to look out the side. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the bad thing happens where kids are hurt and the dad is killed. And, uh, you know, it's just like an awful situation for someone who just was not paying attention whatsoever. Yeah. Like that's, you really like fucked you really, up. You really fucked up this time. You really did it. I want to talk about the kids running to the camp off the bus. You remember they pull up to Camp Arawak or whatever? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I forget. I think it's Arawak or something. And they just start running off the bus. That is such like a realistic interpretation of kids getting to a summer camp. I can remember showing up, you know, getting the bags and putting them on the ground and like just taking off sprinting when we went to camp. Remember uh-huh. when we used to go to camp, we would just uh-huh. take off sprinting. We were just so excited to be there. So that's like a real... Oh, yeah. I also thought it was funny that the one kid smacks into the counselor and <laughs> gets knocked on the ground. It almost looks like it wasn't written. He just yeah. bumped into him by accident and fell on the ground. I think it was really funny. And shows, like, how careless the kid is. And it's not paying attention. I want to talk about the creepy cook. Oh, my God. We don't learn his name or anything just yet, but he's super creepy. Talking about kids. I cannot kids. stand him. Yeah, like talking about the kids that way as soon as they show up, like you're fucking weird, dude. Who hired him? Who the hell hired him, yeah. exactly? But he's, I just thought he was super, super creepy. Oh, yeah, he freaked me out. I also like the children's interactions with each other. They're like, they're funny. They're all funny. And, you know, they're doing the high fives and the secret handshakes uh-huh. and stuff. And it's really funny. <laughs> they're talking about, what was his name, Ricky? Uh-huh. They're talking about Ricky's last year girlfriend having big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, that's such a like twelve-year-old yeah. thing to do. It's like it was so funny to. He's like, check wait till out. you see Judy. <laughs> He's like, oh really? It's like that's such a twelve, thirteen-year-old kid uh, thing to awful. do. It was so funny, and like it was funny whenever it panned over to Judy too, and it's just like this short, scrawny girl. <laughs> I'm just like, that's so funny. I know. Dude. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so funny so i want to talk about going into where angela's not eating her food and the counselor comes and takes angela back to the kitchen to look for something that she'll actually eat i want to talk about how nice that counselor is oh yeah he was so nice to booty short man Uh i don't know his name he's super nice through this entire movie oh yeah he is such a cool counselor and then there's the creepy cook again He's, I forget his name. It's like Artie, I think. But he's such a creep. Yeah, he took her into that pantry. Into the pantry and tried to, yeah, yeah do stuff to her. Like, that's yeah. a, another pedophile thing that, that like, awful. Terrible. But it was also quick thinking on, you know, Ricky's part to look for Angela. Yeah, thank goodness he did. I, I, I'm going to say it now because it comes up a lot throughout this episode i really like that ricky is protecting angela because he understands like what happened with her brother and her father uh-huh. you know back all those years ago or whatever and he understands you know that she's kind of messed up so she, he needs to protect her and yeah. that she needs a he's brother really figure yeah, yeah he's really really good to her i know i like that part of the movie too uh and it's obvious that Artie or whatever his name is is a repeat predator because yeah. whenever Ricky and Angela run out 
none of the other cooks say anything so it's obvious that Artie has done this multiple times to kids yeah and it's a real shame that they don't say anything but it's also because he like i said is a repeat predator so it's obvious that he you know tells them if you say anything i'm gonna hurt you or something it's kind of screwed up oh yeah he slams him into the yeah but i meant like the other cooks oh it's obvious that he's threatened the other cooks into not saying anything about what he does with the kids it's, which is awful. Which is awful. He's really screwed up. So, honestly, him being the first attempted kill doesn't yeah. it make sense. I'm glad they did that. So, I like the uh, first person view that we get uh-huh. of the, like yeah. the killer's. Like you can see through their, their yeah, eyes. Yeah, the killer's yeah. eyes there. And at this point, we don't know who the killer is. But I really like that first person view from their point of view and the chair being ripped out. Uh-huh. And him, the the, circum- like, the circumstances of the chair thing kind of seem like dramatized a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because like he couldn't could, he stand up? Probably he could have just like got down. He could have, but for you know drama's sake, it was uh-huh. it was a pretty gnarly kill. Oh yeah. He fell with the. That's the next thing I'm gonna talk about is that it's a brutal attempted kill. It's brutal. He, he had just it coming, like, though. He, yeah, he had it coming, but, like, his skin was, like, boiling Ooh, it was off. boiling off. You and could, he had the... You could see it, like, bubble. Yeah, it was that pretty was gross. gross. <laughs> and I, I want to say that it was really good prosthetics. Oh, yeah. Especially with the, like, boils, the, the blisters and stuff on his face. They were, like, pulsating and stuff. Like, that was pretty gross for... And it, really good prosthetics for an 80s movie, you know? It was... It was pretty gross to see his, you know, blisters moving like that. Yeah, very gross. I think that the blindfold prank was hilarious. Oh my god. He said, he was saying something about like, as soon as you take, I take the blindfold off, stand up and just run or whatever uh-huh. he was saying. <laughs> he was laying right in the kid's ass. Uh-huh. I thought that was hilarious. That's that's, gross. That seems like something also that yeah. a 12 and 13 year old kid would do. It's, It was pretty funny, I thought. I want to talk about the baseball game, and what I specifically want to talk about is the talking and the joking between uh-huh. all of them. Also, another kid thing to yeah, do is very funny. Very funny, and how they talk to each other and saying like, "Oh, you can't hit," and "You're you're an asshole" and stuff like that. I thought it was really funny and really accurate to how the kids would talk at a camp like that. Their jokes were pretty funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. And I want to talk about Ricky protecting Angela. Uh Uh-huh. Whenever that weird kid was coming over and saying, hey, do you want to go skinny dipping or whatever? And it was like, why are you so fucked up? I think he said. Uh Uh-huh. And I like Ricky coming over and, you know, jumping in to protect her and stuff like that. And I mean... He does it a whole bunch throughout the movie. He really does. It's, It's nice to see him protecting her like that. Especially when he understands what happened. I want to talk about Angela finally talking to somebody. Uh To Paul. To Paul. I think it was a nice way to get her to finally say Uh something to somebody. And it also kind of creates like a relationship between... Her and Paul. Her and Paul. Yeah. Or at least like the start of trust in some way. I think that was a really nice scene. It was nice that he was being nice to her too. Exactly, yeah. Because like everyone you know, else was just 
so mean so to her. mean to her or yeah. just ignoring her or whatever i want to talk about the skinny dipping scene oh my god they had some white asses oh my god i just there was so many butts <laughs> there was so many and they were all just like paste white uh-huh. <laughs> like the whitest white you can get the and the rest of their body white. their their torso and their legs uh-huh. were completely tan but their super ass tan, was yeah. super white like as white as the wall almost yeah literally <laughs> I just thought it was funny i don't have anything else to talk about i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> And it was actually, I do have something to talk about. It was funny that they were taking their underwear off and they were just tossing them in the water. Like they weren't planning on getting them back. Yeah, like it was just, they were just tossing yeah. them. Like, what are you doing? Just leave them leave on them at on that the, point. The dog. Yeah. Like... Uh, the first kill in the movie is when she drowns that bully kid from oh, earlier. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty gruesome, you know, corpse that floated up in the boat. That was nasty. That was gross. The snake in his nasty. mouth, and there was cuts all over him. It looked yeah. like the fish and snapping or turtles like were eating. At him. Yeah. yeah, that's gross. That was, that was pretty good. And I mean, I wasn't too upset because he yeah, seems like a douche. Yeah. yeah, but it was a pretty good prosthetic work on that one too. Oh yeah, I this, thought that one wasn't bad either. This was this wasn't a bad movie for prosthetics. You think it would be, but it, it really wasn't. It, it was an '80s movie. You thought it exactly. You thought it would be. No, I was impressed by that. I want to talk about the volleyball scene. Mm-hmm. It's just, of course, you know, the bully, the girl bully attacks Angela's looks. Yeah. And stuff like, why are you so fucked up and you're ugly and all this other stuff? Like, she's not even ugly. She really isn't, she no. She looks like a basic, like, young girl. Like, yeah. she's not ugly. No. She's cute. I don't know. I don't, I just didn't make sense. Well, it made sense because, you know people were interested in angela because she you know was weird but it wasn't like she was completely strange like an outcast or anything like that and i just thought it was like yeah that's a typical you know 12 year old girl bully for you she thinks that she's the hottest stuff around yeah someone gets paid a little bit more attention and she has to attack everything about them yeah she was real pissed when she wouldn't eat her food and they took her back into the kitchen to see what she would like. Yeah. Like, that was really nice Yeah, of the, the counselor to do, but Angela was pissed. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. Or, uh, Judy, you mean. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, sorry. Judy was Judy. pissed. And that Judy doesn't make any pissed. sense either. Like, she's she's a little messed up in her head. Yeah. Just leave her alone. Leave her alone. I mean, I guess Judy didn't know the specific details yeah. of what happened. But still. But it's still the fact that, why are you being mean? I want to talk about meg shaking angela yeah i thought that scene was so weird and why i think it's weird is because in the movie meg is supposed to be a counselor first of all yeah and she's she's like a bully helping yes and she's like a bully and like best friends with judy and just why do you walk up to a girl and shake the shit out of her because she doesn't want to swim yeah i mean later we find out but like it's just so weird why are you acting like that it's just such a weird reaction from someone who is supposed to be the older more mature person and yeah the good counselor comes over and yells at her and says get back to your post or whatever but like she doesn't have to swim yeah she doesn't have to swim what the hell are you being so mean for and i feel like that judy deserved the slap that she got for sure loved watching that i know and it was in the uh 
cabin yeah. or whatever. And she was being mean to her and saying, oh, you haven't gotten any hair yet down there. You just... Yeah. What? Who cares? Yeah. Like, when I you're, watched that, I was like, okay. You're 12 or whatever. And? Like, what 13, is the problem? I guess, because um, apparently the Angela actress was actually 13 years old oh, in the movie. damn. But I guess they're 13 in the movie, right? So who really cares who went through puberty and who didn't at 13 years old? Yeah, I surely didn't fuck? care. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I was just, you know, walking around <laughs> trying to live my life. We were just chilling. And then she gets slapped because she's being an asshole to Angela for literally no reason. Yeah. Other than she's a little bit strange. And then once again, Ricky protects Angela whenever they throw her into the water. You, they come and you know pick her up and take her to the water and yeah she's screaming and stuff and mel the i guess the camp organizer dude yeah. he's That's just like dude. harassing and manhandling this kid that he has absolutely zero idea that he's the killer in any way yeah he doesn't know no he's and, beating the shit out of him and i don't understand where he got the the info the, yeah, his or, info from that yeah. he was the killer. Like, come on. Because he definitely. I get wasn't. it's weird, you know, but like, settle down a little bit, dude. <laughs> Simmer down. Simmer down. But uh, as I said before, I like the theme of Ricky protecting Angela. This is that's a really good theme that they keep enforcing through the whole movie. I want to talk about the the bee hive kill oh yeah they're definitely getting more and more creative as they go on yeah that was, each kill is definitely more creative than the last yeah like you know, the killer put the broomstick in the handles and cut open the screen where he was in the stall and threw the bee's nest in there i thought yep. it was definitely a creative kill yeah i mean the hive did seem a little small it for that many bees small, but... but you get stung by like a thousand bees you really could die and they definitely died. Yeah, so, I, they definitely yeah. died. But, like, in real life, if you get stung by that many bees, you seriously could die. It's not like... A joke. It's yeah. not like it was completely uh -huh. unrealistic or anything. Like, that is totally realistic. It just seems like the hive was a little bit small. But it yeah. doesn't matter. Could could have been a bigger hive, but it's all right. Something I did read uh, to make that scene happen, they just put sugar on the face of a latex body created in his image or whatever uh -huh. they like recreated his face and stuff and they just put sugar on it and had bees go oh know. wow yeah it was just it was just a little stupid L fact little something, something. yeah it was just sugar because i mean bees look yeah. for sugar all the time yeah uh, i want to talk about angela opening up more she seems to be talking a lot and when paul and her go down to the water she's like you know kissing him like yeah. actually kissing him and knocking playing wrestling and running and uh -huh. she's like really opening up it's more. cute to see yeah and then you know paul gets a little too you know touchy touchy, touchy and touchy. she doesn't like it because it brings back the memories and stuff which is fair you know i understand like she's kind of s still screwed up i mean you watched your dad and brother get killed oh yeah that'd fuck, fuck you up yeah in in that way too yeah in a place that was like supposed to be safe and fun yeah but it was nice to see her open up more i want to talk about paul and judy kissing in the woods they really fucked over angela 
at that point. Oh, and yeah. it makes complete sense that they were both ending up dead by the end of the movie. Oh, because, yeah. And it's just the point where, why would you do that? Because... <laughs> Because she didn't want you having your hands all over her body at yeah. twelve or at thirteen yeah. years old. Get over yourself. Paul. Get over yourself. <laughs> it's just so weird that he had to act like such an asshole after like I don't know being so nice to her. So I can understand where she thought that this was weird. And of course Judy was manipulating him, just saying stuff yeah. just to get him to do do that, just to fuck with her head. And She's then that's evil. I want to talk about Angela closing back up. She stopped talking to Paul as much. She stopped talking in general as much. Because it seemed like she was coming out of her shell. Uh-huh. But her closing back up kind of made it, like, more personal whenever, you know, the big reveal comes around. Yeah. It, it definitely makes sense at the end of the movie why this all happened. Oh, for but sure. But once again, they're bullying Angela for literally no reason. Other than that she's a little bit weirder than you. She's not 100% normal. And let's be honest, not a single person on this earth or in this movie is 100% normal. No. You're all a little bit fucked up in some sort of way. And I mean, Ricky. Aren't we all? Ricky has anger problems, which he's protecting Angela, so it's understandable. Angela had that traumatic event. Judy is vain and thinks she's hot shit. You're fucked up. Paul is a little <laughs> too touchy. You're fucked up. <laughs> is a little too touchy. Meg is an asshole. You can go through like every person in this movie and find something that's wrong with them. And just the fact that you think that you're perfect bothers the hell out of them. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work it. Exactly. Um, so I'm gonna talk about Meg flirting with the oldest dude at this camp. <laughs> I get he's like the head <laughs> honcho. <laughs> <laughs> I get he's the head honcho here, but like I get he has authority. I but like it's it. just so weird. He's the oldest dude. Like, and like for him to like flirt back. I think she's like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, dude. And he's like forty five ish older. What are you doing? And she literally works with Buff Man, Buff Counselor. Yeah. Go for him. Uh, easily a better choice yes. over this old dude. Oh. Uh, gross. But whatever. He must have money. To each their own. He must yeah, have money. He must have money. Well, he runs the camp, so I guess. But <laughs> I want to talk about that the killer is starting to kill just everybody. Just I anybody. Yeah. I couldn't really see their faces. But why did the killer kill those kids in the sleeping bags? I didn't. I think they were just little kids, right? So I didn't really know who they were, but it just seems like killers just going off on a yeah. tangent, just killing anyone yep. and everything. Fuck everybody, I guess. I guess. And that's Judy's kill. I didn't write it down, but apparently Judy's kill had to be cut from the movie because it was, like, too grisly. Like, too awful. Oh, shit. And I kind of want to see it just yeah. to see what it... Wonder what if happened? You can find it anywhere. I wonder. That'd be that'd he be kind of cool. You probably could. Yeah. yeah. And then Mel beating the crap out of Ricky uh-huh. for literally no reason, other than the fact that yeah he thinks he killed Meg. Yeah. But like, come on, he deserved to die. Yeah. He deserved the arrow through the throat. Oh, for sure. But like, like, you just beat the crap out of a little kid because of a suspicion. Yeah, you don't even know if it's fact. 
You have zero idea if it's a fact. Yeah. You just think it's him. And it's really not. You're wrong. And then there's the big reveal. That not only the killer was Angela, but (laughs) Angela wasn't Angela. Angela was the brother the whole time. Yeah. And you the the image is just burned in your brain. Yeah. And at this point, I think we might be able to talk Adam into giving us his opinion. (laughs) So I'm going to just... You should have recorded the first time we all watched it together. I should have, and then posted it. Because that was hilarious. So I'll I'll give a little backstory here. I I watched this movie a long time ago because it is a cult (laughs) classic movie. And apparently there's like a huge following in this movie, which it's a good movie. And then, you know, I saw like a picture of the ending somewhere <laughs> and i was like hold up what the fuck is this <laughs> one second and then you know i found out it was sleepaway camp so of course i watched it just because it's something you have to see with your own eyes to believe yeah. so i of course watched it so i could see it with my own eyes and i had just about the same reaction as adam did and then one day when adam was living with me we were doing like <laughs> every couple days we'd watch a horror movie just for no reason so we i was like hey let's watch sleepaway camp i did not tell sicily or adam about this and i don't think either i don't think either of you heard of it before right so i threw it on so we're like yeah yeah let's watch it oh yeah so we watched it get to the end and it was literally the most the funniest reaction i've ever seen from somebody to react to a twist and turn movie so if if i can get adam to record it It'll be right after I'm done talking. You'll hear his reaction, and then we'll pick up into the next part. All right, so the as we're getting to the end of the movie, we're watching it, and, and we're wrapping up some of the kills, and, and a lot of them were kind of bland. Maybe some of them were good. Um, and we were going to get the reveal of the killer, and uh, our hero, who was being bullied the whole movie, was down at the beach with her boyfriend, and we go down there to, to meet up with her and find out who the killer is, and only to find out that she is, in fact, the killer, but she is a he, and that she has decapitated her boyfriend, and she's standing there stark naked with her penis, ha- his penis hanging out, uh, hissing, <laughs> And holding his head up as a trophy. And, uh, yes, my reaction was, what the fuck did I just watch? And, and I, why? Why do I need to see the man's penis with his 1970s bush? It was wild and out of control. <laughs> and that's all I remember about that movie. <laughs> okay, so if you heard that and we got Adam to do it for us, how funny was his reaction to that movie? Because we saw it, we were there, we heard it in our he- we can hear it in our heads right now, and hopefully it's just as funny to you as it was to us. So yeah, so we find out at the end of the movie, it's the brother that lived, and Angela, you know, isn't real. It but was the brother Peter the whole time. You find out because there's a, a scene <laughs> of Angela's face, yeah, and, and then a it... naked boy's body, yes. So it's just such covered in blood. Covered in blood, yeah. So you but see like, like a hairy weenie. A hairy weenie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with a mask of Angela on, yeah. because that's how they did it. They put a, a a guy, you know, undressed, and then put a mask of Angela over his face, holding the head and the knife and everything. And I just thought, you know, 
that's one way to get your movie to be oh yeah unforgettable unforgettable for that's sure. one movie i was like oh i'll never forget this movie <laughs> okay i think in the introduction episode you said that the strangest movie that you've ever seen that you've really liked yeah, Sleepaway was Camp. Sleepaway Camp, right? Yeah. yeah. For I don't sure. think that this movie is strange. I definitely think it's unforgettable, for sure. It's just the ending is strange. It's very all. strange at the end, yeah. Where you're just like, what the fuck? What just happened? But, yeah, I think that, you know, this is a pretty good movie. I like yeah. it. What are your thoughts, sis? What do you want to um, talk about I like the aesthetic. I like the vibe. Trip. love 80s movies we got whatever. the aesthetic back <laughs> i like all that but like the ending just oh throws you for a loop it huh? definitely does yeah but yeah I, I i do like it i like it it's very funny <laughs> to think back of like the time we watched it with adam <laughs> and like oh, i great. do like that this movie does have a cult following because it is a movie that like i said is unforgettable so it's good that, you know, people actually follow this movie no matter what. And I guess there's, like, five of them. What? There's a whole bunch of sequels and stuff. No shit. But, like, I'm glad that this movie had, like, a cult following. And it's, like, part of, like, the horror community yeah. as, like, a good movie. Yeah. I like the people, you know, collect memorabilia and, you know what they do with like Ghostface and yeah. Jason and yeah. Freddy and all that stuff too because this is this is definitely a movie that gets stuck in your head anything else you want to say? no that's it alright I got some fear facts here sweet there was only you know a couple there wasn't as much as I think Friday the 13th had like 380 some different facts that I could write down this one had 45 oh but We'll start off with Angela, Judy, and Meg. The actresses for that, yeah. for those three, were very close while filming this movie. Mm -hmm. And they said that throwing Angela into the water was the hardest scene to film because they Aww. couldn't stand being mean to someone they were so close with. Yeah. So I guess they were all, you know... Besties. Besties in real life. It was just Judy and Meg hated Angela for yeah. the movie. Aww. So it's kind of nice. That's cute, though. So the movie itself like i said became a cult classic uh -huh. and it actually made 30 times more than the budget oh than wow. what it made 30 times more than what they spent on the movie oh wow so that vastly exceeds expectations yeah that's for awesome. sure so that's that's good <laughs> especially for an 80s movie it had good prosthetic work yeah it really did whatnot really did the director for this movie actually went to that camp Aww. When he was a kid, Camp Arawak or whatever, yeah. he actually went to that camp as a kid that he filmed this. Little nugget of information. That's pretty cool information right there. Yeah. Some of the campers, you know, that were running off of the bus were actually relatives of the cast and crew, so they were like you know cousins, yeah. nephews, nieces, stuff like that. It's kind of cool that all they had to do was like, hey, why don't you bring your kids to work today and have them run off the bus easy actors easy <laughs> boom angela does not speak for 31 minutes into this movie oh wow her first line isn't said for 31 minutes it's kind of a interesting nugget there too it is very rare for not only for a slasher's victims to be in between the ages of 12 to 15 mm -hmm. 
but it's also strange for a slasher's victims to live. Oh. So already lived, yeah. he was just burnt nearly to death, unfortunately. Well, now he has to suffer with that. So. Exactly. And I think was there were two victims that lived, right? Um, who would the other one be? Uh, yeah, I can't really think of a, the second one. I don't. Th- I think Artie was the only one that ended up living, which kind of makes it seem like she gets better and better at it. Yeah, as, as, it, goes it, as it goes on. Yeah. Clues to being a boy. There were a couple. Okay. There were there were very many apparently, but ones that I can remember was, was that she won't swim. Obviously, she doesn't want to put yeah. on a bathing suit. She won't change in front of anybody. She won't shower with everyone else yeah. at the same time because obviously. Which I kind of get. I kind of get like, it. Like when but we like, went to camp, I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was like yeah. back in the 80s, like yeah. it was just like one big shower. Yeah. When we went to camp, it was individual stalls. Yeah. So it was kind of under. I get why now. Yeah knowing that she was actually a boy and then the secret physical exam in the beginning uh-huh uh the mom was like don't tell anyone where you got the physical exam from yeah because she knew it was a boy yeah was just pretending to be a girl and for my final fear fact is that the body count in this movie was 13 oh wow there were 13 deaths in this movie damn so i liked you know like you said, the aesthetic and the vibe yeah. and all that stuff. I liked the writing. The writing wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't bad. It was definitely... You wouldn't know the first time you watched it who the killer was. You definitely did not know that Angela was a boy. No. In no way, no, shape, or form. Like, the first time you watched it, there is zero chance that you knew. No, there's... There's literally no there's chance of no it. no chance. So that was definitely... A, <laughs> but once you go back and watch it, you're like, oh... It makes sense. Yes, now. makes sense. Especially and the little scenes with like, you know, those little like mini scenes they do with the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But like, it's definitely a good movie. There are a couple things I didn't like about the movie. Was the mom's acting? I hated her. Yeah, I didn't like her. That was terrible. Know. And I don't know if she was supposed to be like that, but like, it was just like. The way that the mom was acting was just awful. I didn't like it. And then Mel, his acting during the Meg part. Yeah. He's like, he's like clenching his fist and he's like, I will avenge you and stuff like that. It was just seemed so forced. Yeah. Those were the only things I didn't like about this movie. I agree. That was both kind of like, So I did give it an eight out of 10 because of the twists and turns. The first time you see it, you have zero idea. And watching it again, you still pick up on those kind of things and whatnot. So it definitely has rewatchability. I okay. like that about a movie. Yeah. I like the writing. Angela was great. She was great. In this she movie. did a great job. Fantastic. Yes. She had that deadpan stare. Yep. It was a perfect, cr- yep. like kind of creepy stare. And I, I really liked this she movie. She played a lot. her part really. She well. did. And I would have given it higher if it wasn't for those moments I just uh-huh. talked about. But it was definitely not a bad movie at all. It was definitely one of the better 80s horror movies. Yeah. For sure. And I understand why there's a huge following in this movie. Yeah. Because it's a pretty good movie. And for the first time viewers of it, you have no idea unless (laughs) someone told you about it before. And even if... Definitely catches you by surprise. Exactly. Even though I knew it was coming because I looked it up. I still didn't know when it was coming. 
you know because she was you know petting paul's head and stuff Uh and she stood up and it was just like holy fuck that was out of nowhere yeah so even though i knew it the first time (laughs) i still didn't know when it was coming so i don't know you guys watch it let us know what you think (laughs) and then tell us if you actually knew (laughs) or knew what part we were talking about i mean it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good movie it's good this movie was actually uh recommended by a fan my friend ash Uh told us that we needed to do this episode i did try this is the first sisley's hearing about this idea i did try to tell her to at her house she lives far away yeah and uh i told her at her house record her give us like five or ten minutes of her like telling us why she loves this movie so much and then send it to me and we'll throw it in the episode there was her kid was sick so it wasn't a good time yeah but i thought it would have been cool to get like a the fan who recommended the movie maybe she can uh post something yeah maybe like yeah write about it yeah we'll figure it out uh whenever she you know everything's all feeling better for her so yeah for sure thank you for the fan recommendation ash and hopefully you enjoyed us talking about your movie because <laughs> we definitely enjoyed watching it yep i like this movie i do and it's definitely an unforgettable for sure movie for sure you have any uh closing remarks it's just definitely unforgettable for sure for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right so now i'll read the question for next week okay what actor plays the character jim halsey in the 1986 road movie the hitcher that'll be next week's question let us know. go to the facebook answer on this one this week's you know discussion page and we'll shout you out on our facebook page <laughs> who gets it right first and all the people that answer it right and so, don't google it either and don't come on don't google it don't google it so next Use week your brains our movie is the nun we finally Hell yeah we're finally throwing this onto the show we've been saying you know for this is episode eight, 18 i think and we finally are getting into the nun yep i'm excited this so is this, a freaky one yeah this is a freaky one so i, don't I think haven't I can seen watch the whole movie i've seen i think like the middle or something i don't I know i haven't have seen the whole movie together yeah because it's for me i it's freaky (laughs) so with that being said we'll catch you next week with the nun yep catch you later